Likutei Sichais, Chelik Tezva, Volume 15, the fourth Sicha for Parshas Noyach. This Sicha is actually on a Mishnah in Pirkei Avos, which connects to a Pasuk, to a verse in our Parsha, in Parshas Noyach. And this Sicha will be explained, the Chiyuv, the obligation of Bnei Noyach, of non-Jews, to fulfill all of their Sheva mitzvahs, there are seven mitzvahs, and to to comply with them because it was given to the, to to us to them through the Torah. So in our parsha, where the Torah tells us about the prohibition of shedding human blood, and if you do so, then then your blood, then that person's blood should be shed by a human. It gives the reason, and it says, and this is in chapter nine, verse six. It says, "Ki b'tzelem elokim." For in the image of God, he made man. Now, there's a Mishnah in Pirkei Avais, chapter 3, Mishnah 14. It says over there as follows, He would say, that's he is Rabbi Akiva, Beloved is the person, is the man, is the human being, that he was created in the image. And then he continues, Chiba Yesero Nadasloi, it is even greater love that it was made known to him, Shenivra B'Tselem, that he was created in the image. Or a greater love was shown to him, was made known to him that he was created in the image. Shenemar, as it says, and there it quotes the verse from our Parsha, Ki B'Tselem Elohim Asasa Adam. For in the image of God, he made the man. Now, then the Mishnah continues. There's another part to the Mishnah. And it says, Chavivin Yisrael Beloved are Yisrael, are the Jewish people, that they are called, quote, children to Hashem. And then again, it repeats itself almost, and it says, An extra, an added greater love was, 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 was shown to them by being made known to them, that they are called children to the, to Hashem, Shenemar, as it says, Bonim Atem Lashem Alekechem, children are you to Hashem your God. Now, one of the primary commentaries on the Mishnah, uh, Toysvis Yantiv, he says the following, that from the fact that the Tana, that the sage of the Mishnah, quotes the verse, Ki B'Tselem Elohim Asa Sa'adam, as proof for the fact that there is something special about man, this is proof, says the Toysvis Yantiv, that it's not speaking exclusively to the Jewish people, but this is actually referring to all people, to all mankind. Because when was this verse said? This verse was said in Parshish Noyach to B'nai Noyach. And with this, he continues to explain the difference between the first part of the Mishnah, the first stanza of the Mishnah, and the second one. The first one says, Adam, Meaning referring to man in general means the human being. The second one, however, is more specific where it says you are children to Hashem. There it says specifically not Adam, but Yisrael. So the bottom line is, according to this Taisus Yantav, that Nivra B'Tselem, meaning being created in the image of God, this applies to all human beings, to all mankind. The question is, so why tell it to us in Pirkei Yavis? Of what benefit is it? Pirkei Yavis is part of the Mishnah. Mishnah 
is really instruction manual, directives to all Jews how to live their lives. So here the Taisus Yantav continues, and he says that according to a ruling, according to halacha in the Rambam, if you look in Hilchis Malachim, chapter 8, halacha yud, halacha 10, that is, over there, the Rambam says as follows, quote, Moshe Rabbeinu commanded us in the name of Hashem to compel all the peoples of the world to accept upon themselves all the mitzvahs that were commanded to the Bnei Noyach. And then in the next halacha, in the next uh, paragraph, he says that they, meaning the non-Jews, need to fulfill this mitzvah not because of their conclusion, meaning not because of their uh, logical conclusions that it's a good thing and a good moral thing to do, but rather because so commanded them Hashem in the Torah through Moshe Rabbeinu. So the Torah says that this is what the Tana, what the sage in our Mishnah here in Pirkei Avis is telling us. That he's, what he's saying is that we, the Jewish people, need to explain to the non-Jews, this is our tool, so to speak, how to get them, how to coerce them, how to bring them to the point of fulfilling their mitzvahs and following all the Sheva Mitzvah How so? By explaining to them that they too are Nivra B'Tselem, that they were created with the Tselem, with the image of God, and therefore they have to do the will of God. Now it's obvious and clear that even according to the this explanation, that Adam goes on all mankind, it doesn't mean all mankind exclusive to the Jewish people, but it's obviously also including the Jewish people. In other words, besides having the qualities that are stated later in the Mishnah, but in this part of the Mishnah, when the Mishnah says that Chaviv Adam Shanivra B'Tselem, that every person is special, is beloved, for the mere fact that they were created in the image of God, that this applies not just to the non-Jews, but this applies to us too, within the category of the human race, of the humankind. And says the Rebbe, this fits in very well with an explanation of the previous Rebbe in a mimer, in a Hasidic discourse of Tavshin Beis, 1942, where he says the following, he says the fact that the Mishnah seems to be repeating the same thing, saying almost the same thing in repetition, is because it's talking about, and it therefore is making a distinction between the Jew and the non-Jew. In the first sense where it says, simply, Chaviv Adam that man is beloved, that he was created in the image, uh, that is talking about the non-Jew. And then when it says, Chiba Yaseda, an added love, which was made known to them, that is referring to more specifically the Jew. But what is this tselem? What is this quote image that we we're talking about? Says the, says the previous Rebbe, this image is referring to the nefesh hasichlis, the intellectual soul that every human has. And thus it's telling us every human has, human being has something special. That is the intellectual soul, something that no other creation in the world has. No animal, no being in the world has that. However, within the human race, the chiba yisera, the added love that there is, that is something even more special, more cherished, that is that the Jew within this realm, and as we will explain, separate from the godly soul and the role that a Jew plays 
as far as Torah is concerned, but a Jew is more special. He has, even his nefesh asichlis is more unique, is something different. It stands apart from the rest of humanity. In other words, within this category of tzelem, the Jew is higher. Now, but from this, we can clearly see that within the category of tzelem, the Jew and the non-Jew are in the one hand alike, they're in the same category. However, there's a distinction is that the Jew is higher. Okay? Now, of course, we can understand that this is not referring to the Jew in, in total. This is just referring to the Jew as the Jew relates to the non-Jew. Of course, the Jew himself, as far as it comes to the Jewish soul, as I said, and as far as it comes to the observance of Torah and mitzvahs, there is no comparison. There is absolutely nothing in the world that compares to us. So, what it's saying basically is that in order for the Jew to be able to impress upon the non-Jew, to do his mitzvahs, it is prudent, it is important that the Jew have some connection, so to speak, to the non-Jew, at least in this uh, aspect, that the tzelem of the Jew and the tzelem of the non-Jew have some some comparison, have some compatibility, so to speak, by the, by the virtue of the fact that they're in the same category, albeit that the Jewish one is higher. However, the question is, why is this necessary? In other words, why does wouldn't it suffice that the Goy should do, in other words, perform, fulfill his obligations, his mitzvahs, his Sheva mitzvahs, because this is the will of his Creator. In other words, why why does the Jew need to have some kind of connection, some kind of comparison, some kind of compatibility with the non-Jew in order to bring the non-Jew to perform his mitzvahs in the optimal manner? Why wouldn't it be good, why would it be optimal enough that the non-Jew should perform his mitzvahs because you explained to him that you have a tzelem, you have an image of God that is, and, and as the previous Rebbe explains, you have a nefesh asichlis, you have an intellectual soul, you're more unique than any other creation in the world, and therefore, you should fulfill your mitzvahs. Why is it important that we have a likeness to us, to the Jew? Another question that could be asked, which is clear and obvious, the Rambam stipulates, as we quoted before, earlier, that it has specifically, the Goy needs to observe his mitzvahs, not because he comes to the conclusion that it's a good and the right thing to do, but because so commanded Hashem through Moshe Rabbeinu at Matan Torah. Why is it important for the Goy to do it? Because so it says in the Torah. Now, if the Rambam was speaking to us, telling us, listen here, Jew, you have an obligation to go out there and be concerned with the non-Jew and see to it that the non-Jew fulfills his or her obligations, then it would be understood why the Rambam is imposing that, you know, it's from the Torah. Why he says that it's we need to be sure that it stems from the commandments that we received in the Torah. But why for the non-Jew is it important to observe it because it says it's so in the Torah. Why wouldn't it suffice to just observe it? Because that's what God wants from him. Because it was commanded to, to Noyach many, many years. Many years prior to the receiving of the Torah. Over a thousand years before the Torah was given to the Jews. Why wouldn't that suffice? So in order to understand it, says the Rebbe, will take a look in that very discourse of the previous Rebbe. Where over there he explains, he goes into deep explanation 
as to the advantage or the greatness of the the nefesh asichlis, that is the intellectual soul of the Jew versus that of the non-Jew. And he says that the nefesh asichlis of the Jew, even though it's a regular human, so to speak, a very basic human intellectual soul. It's not the godly soul we're talking about. It's an intellectual soul which all humans have. Yet, in the Jew, says the previous Rebbe, it has a certain edelkeit. It has a certain refinement which makes it more susceptible to spirituality. It makes it gravitate more to spirituality. In other words, notwithstanding the fact that it is at the end of the day human intellect, yet it stands a fray above than the typical human intellect. However, the intellectual soul of a non-Jew, says the previous Rebbe, is a little more coarse. It, you know, it's almost like it gravitates somewhat to a lower place. Now we need to understand this. If we think about it, what is really inherently the whole idea of intellect? What is intellect? Intellect is it's a pursuit of truth. You try to understand something and you lift yourself higher, as it says, the, the Ruach HaAdam HaOila Lemaila. The spirit of man which rises above. This is the defining char- characteristic of mankind, having intellect. And when you rise your higher, you come to a truth. Why is it that the previous Rebbe says by the non-Jew, in fact, this is something that pulls him down? When if, if we think about it inherently, the idea of seichel, the idea, the whole idea of intellect is to pull yourself higher to something beyond yourself so you understand something and you get a truth which is beyond you. The answer is as follows. Because human intellect typically is for what purpose? It engages in understanding worldly things, matters in this world. Now matters in this world by definition are of Yeshus and Mitzius quality. Meaning, there's always a certain sense of matter of self-existence. The opposite of Bitu. Thus, when one's intellect connects to a matter in the world, by definition, being that you're connecting to something that is limited in nature, to its own self-worth, to feeling its own self-existence, thus that could pull you down also to a place where even though it's intellect that you're employing, but it could also pull you to a place where you have a certain sense of pride, a certain sense of yeshus, and kind of feeling the feeling of the me, the me. You know, look how special I am. And typically that's what happens. When one understands something, when one is able to master something, they typically get a sense of yeshus, of a feeling of self-existence, uh, of self-pride, and that makes you the opposite of Beetle, the opposite, opposite of subservience to Hashem, which is synonymous with spirituality. However, the Jew soul... Since it's refined by nature, it's more refined. Why is it more refined? Because the Jew also has the component, he has the other soul, the godly soul, which really is what governs him in some total. Thus, his human intellectual soul is also, so to speak, impressed by it, is also governed by that. Therefore, even when the Jew is engaged in worldly matters, 
in the in in the pursuit of a worldly understanding of of of, of, of understanding of material, physical, natural things, still the Jew has the ability not to be sucked down, not to be pulled down, and he should remain and refine somewhat to have bito and, and an appreciation that there's something above him. Now we can better appreciate the distinction which the previous Rebbe, previous Rebbe makes in those two expressions of the Mishnah which we quoted earlier. Namely that the first part of the Mishnah where it says Chaviv Adam is speaking about the, the non-Jews and when it says Chiba Yiseira and added love was shown to him that is specifically refer, is referring to specifically to the Jew. You see, it, it should be read like this. The guy, meaning the non-Jew, Chaviv Adam, why is it that he has a Chavivus? What is he loved for? Shenivra B'Tselem. Because he was created with an image of God. However, by the Jew, you read it the opposite way. Because Chiba Yaseira, because there is an added love for the Jew, there's something special about the Jew, therefore, Therefore, he was given that image of God. In other words, the nefesh hasichlis, this intellectual soul that was put into him, is in its ultimate state. Now we can understand the halacha going back to the Sheva Mitzvah Pnei Noyach, and and why it's important that in order for the goy to properly perform his mitzvahs, in other words, to accomplish the will of Hashem. It's impossible for him to rely on his own logical conclusions. And why the Ramam says that very emphatically. Because like we said above, his logical conclusions, because it comes from human intellect, which like the previous Rebbe explains in the Maimra, has a tendency of pulling one down and making one coarse, thus his mitzvahs could end up, unfortunately, becoming not an object not an endeavor of spirituality, but and, and which brings one to bittel and subservience to Hashem, but it can have the reverse effect. However, when the goy is connected to the yid, not only you 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 impl- in, in, impress the goy that he has to do his mitzvahs, but you impress the goy that he has to do a mitzvah because he has a tzelem, and that you also have a tzelem. In other words, there's some connection. So now you can kind of like connected to, he can piggyback off you. Then what happens is, because he's now connected, he's coming, it's being channeled, so to speak, through the Jew, with the power of the Jewish soul, the intellectual soul. Thus, that intellectual soul, like we explained, has a disposition, a predisposition for spirituality, which leads to Bittal. Thus, now, the Goy could also could also um, perform his mitzvahs in the utmost proper manner. Now, why is this connected to Matan Torah? Remember we said, it's not only this connected to the Jew, but it's connected to the Jew, and you have to explain that they have to do it because of Matan Torah. Because where did we become who we are? In other words, from what point on is the Jew defined as a Jew? Where do we now have that unique quality of the nefesh of the kiss, which in this case, the godly soul, which in this case now also impresses and uh, infuses the special quality of spirituality 
into the regular, ordinary human soul, which is the intellectual soul, this all came about from Matan Torah. Thus, the, the, the mitzvahs that the Goy performs can not only be because he's a Goy and he's connecting to his intellect, which is connected to the Jew's intellect in some manner, and, and it tells him it's the right thing to do. But he has to do it exclusively because so was said at Matan Torah, because that is the defining moment. That really is what governs the fact that we are Jews, and because we are Jews, then also our human intellect is unique, and our human intellect, which is unique, connects to the human intellect, which is by every single human being, thus we're able to impress upon them, we're able to in, in, in infuse them and invigorate them with this special quality of being connected to Hashem and having the bitul. And therefore the guy has to do his mitzvahs because so it says in the Torah, so Moshe Rabbeinu said, so we need, uh, uh, Moshe Rabbeinu told, said and told us to connect them to the Torah.